Beware the Astro Zombies. They mutilate, they torture, they kill. Spine-tingling horror, unspeakable shock. We stay here, we are going to die. Of excitement. John Richards and Andy Gilly are talking everything and anything horror movies. Friday, April 26th of the Horrorphoria podcast. Uh, episode number nine, I'm John Richards. Andy Gilly. Our special guest today from down the hall from Rock 94.7, Kessler. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? You know, the beautiful thing about horror movies is it brings colleagues together. Uh, Andy, or uh, Kessler actually came into the office and was talking about some horror movies, and I'm like, dude, you got to come on over, Absolutely. man. Let's talk yeah. horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised I haven't been on earlier. <laughs> well, you're, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. Uh, Absolutely. So we start off the podcast with... Horror movie horror news. Movie news. Yeah, it's a slow week for horror movie news. Uh, not as much as we had last week. Uh, but uh, so I talked, I think, last week about The Boy. I think we talked about that we last did. week. Uh, personal favorite of mine. I- interestingly enough, uh, a sequel is announced starring Katie Holmes. Brahms The Boy 2 being directed by the original boy director, William Brent Bell, and uh, written by the original writer, Stacey Manier, I think her name is. Uh, getting a th- theatrical release on July 26th. Um, James Wan, director of The Conjuring, would be producing an updated version of Stephen King's Salem's Lot. Uh, Gary Dauberman, who penned the uh, updated It movie and The Nun, is reported to be the writer. Uh, strangely, I just watched the 1979 film this weekend. I was going to talk Salem's about Lot? it. Salem's Lot? Yeah, Salem's that was Lot. Great. The three hour one. I didn't think it was, but we'll like talk it. about it. <laughs> and, of course uh, we will. We can talk very briefly about it. Uh, um, uh, I'm hoping Wan could do a little better than that flick, but. Uh, Oz Pet Cemetery, Hellboy, I guess if you consider that part of the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Curse of the La Llorona are in the theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that Curse of La Llorona was a, uh, uh, is in the James Wan's Conjuring universe? Really? That's part of the James I Wan's I did game. know that. Did you know that? I did. I did not know that. So maybe we'll see La Llorona versus Annabelle someday or something like that. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> like the crossover movies like that. I, that that'd be pretty sweet, actually. Right? <laughs> they did uh, Freddy versus Jason, so why not that, right? So uh, that's pretty much it for the uh, horror movie news. Not a lot going on this week. No, there's but, not. Uh, big movie this weekend, of course. Everybody's talking about Avengers right, Endgame. I know it's right, nothing to do with news. this, but that thing's expected to make a yep. billion dollars this <laughs> yep. weekend. That's yep, a horror that. for enough people. <laughs> 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 no, that's, that, that is the big movie news this week, and I think it's kind of eclipsing everything else. Oh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, we have two trivia questions We do. This do week. you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I, I, I need to. The, this trivia question is a mea culpa for me. I'm an idiot. Um, I already recuperated from that uh, weekend in Vegas last week, so I'm not sure what I was thinking. But uh, hey, what happens there stays. There, yeah, right? exactly. And I, I think it must have held over for another week because I erroneously referred to Hellraiser as a Wes Craven film last week when uh, discussion we were discussing Shocker. I can't mm-hmm. believe you didn't call me out on this. It's just stupid it, of me. It was so fast paced so, that I, I couldn't. Right. I You know, I review the show with a few beers on Friday night and I was <laughs> listening to it and I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> I can't believe that. I'm, I, I, just, I lose all my horror credit for that. So, um, but uh, the, I, in fact, I went on for a while about uh, how uh, Wes Craven didn't have a franchise, I think. And yeah, of course he had uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah. I'm just total idiot. But trivia question is, uh, who's actually responsible for Hellraiser? He directed, wrote the screenplay. Everyone oh, know this. I do. Yeah. No Kessler, it? go ahead. It's Clive go Barker. Ahead. Absolutely. Clive Barker. It's Clive Barker. It's funny, though, because I do find myself getting those two mixed up on more than one occasion. Okay, well, maybe it's not just me then. That, that, I'm glad you say that. Yeah, and that's true, because they actually came out with movies around the same time. They did, right. Um, you know, obviously, Wes Craven 
kind of took it into the 90s when it came right. to Scream mm-hmm. and then was successful with that one. I've actually Absolutely. got a really interesting one. Uh, I love the Google machine. Yeah. Just Google anything you want. Uh, I, I Googled what is the highest grossing R-rated horror movie? And you told me this one yesterday and not Google it. I kept myself from Thank doing that. Thank you for so not doing that. I Is it Jaws? He guessed that. I, I, that is what I okay, guessed. You guys exactly. both guessed Jaws. I'm going to give you one more guess. It's a more modern movie. More modern? Yeah, that's interesting. Define um, modern, like within the last 10 years or in the last I, Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. Okay, so, yes, okay. within the last 10 years. Last 10 years. Um, I, I have no idea. No? Nope. I mean, there's so many movies going through your head. Yep. I, I never would have guessed right, it. But right. then when I tell you, you'll be like, oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> what is it? Is it maybe like one of the last Saw films, maybe? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm drawing. I have yep. no idea then. 2017 remake of It. Oh, of uh, course. You know what? I thought about that, Why but I'm I... like, no, oh, I can't be. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. I didn't that's think really about that. It that's made, a really good question. It too. made $75 million its first weekend. Gross total for uh, U.S., $327.48 million. million. Wow. Worldwide, $700 million. Wow. That's wow. Feel, Se- sequels coming out later this summer. Yep. Yeah. I still feel like horror movies should have their own, like, what's the word? Like, a their own awards show. Like, you know, Absolutely. the Oscars. Don't they do that, though? I thought <laughs> they Fangoria might. They pro- does probably it. Probably somebody does. Maybe but. they do. I don't know. But, like, there's no there's no love for horror movies in the Oscars. You know it, what I mean? No, you're right. No, there really isn't. The adult films an have them. Uh, What's that? The adult films have yeah, they, they, they have right? their own award show. Yes, they do. That'd be one other reason I'd probably go back to Las Vegas. But uh, <laughs> it, uh, uh, the the uh, it's a family it, show by Kessler, the way. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Kessler uh, John knows this. I'm not a huge fan of the Stephen King movies, but that It movie was actually really good. Mm-hmm. It was great. I, I, I liked it. I thought it, it was, was great. I found myself laughing more than being scared. Yeah, yeah like, I found sure. it more like hilariously funny. <laughs> Okay. But I think, or not hilariously fun, hilariously horror, sure, horror-ish. Sure. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, I think that's that's what I kind of dig from my horror movies, and I think that's why okay. I've, I've made my pick for today. Sure. Yeah, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us about your picks for today? Hmm. Well, first, uh, my first pick would then uh, we'll go with, uh, I want to talk about Cabin Fever from okay. 2002, Eli yep. Roth. The 2002. Have you seen the 2016 remake? I have not. Okay, I mean, I, I'm really bad at seeing rehashes of sure. horror movies because I'm I'm always like I love that original one. I don't want to like sully it. But <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I heard it's a, like a shot for shot remake. Not to steal. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I heard it's like a shot for it shot. It is. I, I've seen and, it. It's really. You, it's good. You guys don't didn't watch it because to me, it's like you, know, you, you could do your synopsis, but to yeah. me, you know, Cabin Fever was. Just a unique horror movie. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, was it still Eli Roth? No. Eli Roth produced it. Somebody else directed it. So, mm, yeah. Eh, yeah. Eh, no. But, sorry, I didn't mean to like, oh, t- no, take no. it off in another direction. No, here, not so at all. Let's, let's talk about the 2002 version, yeah, which is it's, superior. It's, it's a pretty simple story about some teenagers going out to a cabin to party, and then they end up getting caught up in this, they end up catching this flesh-eating disease, and just all hell breaks loose afterwards, and you're met with, just weird locals from the town, right. uh, cops who don't really seem like cops. Like, yeah, I, uh, Deputy, was it Deputy Wilson? I yes, think, Deputy or, Wilson is his name, pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of my favorite characters. You're the party master, man. Come on, you know, you just don't worry about it. Is this car's covered in blood? Like, we'll get you someone up here to fix it right away, man. Don't worry, you're the party master. Right. Uh, it's just. 
all of the like nods to like uh freaking like Evil Dead, big and time. Anything big time. with like David Lynch vibes out of it. It's just there, there's, so many good. I, f- I found it to be a huge Deliverance uh, homage yep. too. Like Very there's a lot of so. Deliverance in it. Uh, yeah, I thought it's but. just so out of the. Just it goes from points where you're laughing because things are hilarious to just pure revolt because it's just too gory at some points. Mm-hmm. Right. Like uh, I was showing my girlfriend a couple of the scenes from the movie. She hasn't seen it. So I'm okay. like, oh, I'll show you some of the best clips, best parts. And she's like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> right. like, but like just you go from like harrowing scenes of gore to just weird hilarity, like this kid yelling about pancakes and then busting out karate right. moves off the porch and then they biting were, the guy. Like, it's like a back uh, backspinning axe kick. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty amazing. <laughs> In slow Dennis, motion. that's uh, that was Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. No. It was. It is. It, like you said, it was one of these movies that uh, it, it 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 was really funny. There yeah. was some really funny parts, like when. Uh, he warns him about the lawsuit, and then later he comes back. It's, there's a sign that says "Do not sit by Dennis." I thought that <laughs> yep. was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Have you seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? I love that movie. Okay, yes. so I, like to me, it's got that same kind of vibe to it. Just that kind of yeah. it can be gruesome at times, and then just absolutely hilarious. Right. Now, I really like Ryder Strong in this movie. Absolutely. I, what happened to him after it? Because I thought he did a fantastic job shedding the whole boy meets world thing. Right. And you know, yeah. I, th- I thought he really did a good job in this movie. You just never saw him and anything else you know <laughs> it was funny because i watched i watched an interview with eli roth about the movie last night and mm-hmm. he mentioned picking up Ryder strong and it was this was right after boys meets world yeah it was so like he wasn't able to swear or cuss or do anything like badass or nothing in those shows right so like he's getting in this movie and he's just like cursing and hitting people with shovels and impaling people with <laughs> screwdrivers he and like yeah he, he did actually... he stuck a screwdriver in the guy's ear that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, and just love that anti ending where the guy thinks he made it and he's like Victoria's like I made it I get I, I survived and then just gets shot by police. Right. He ends up right on the corpse pile burning. Spoiler alert! With everybody I mean, if you else, seen yeah. it, it's been over ten years. He's, so. been, he's been producing screenwriting and directing. Oh, is that what he's, he's doing like, now? I, okay, I, I, I'm not seeing anything that I recognize, but he's uh, he's been doing a lot of that. So he's, he, he's gone beyond in front of the camera, now behind the camera. His, uh, I don't know if you call it his girlfriend in that movie, or the girl he was interested in that movie, Jordan Ladd. You know that Cheryl Ladd's daughter? No. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl Ladd's daughter. She was also in Death Proof, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Kind of the interesting. Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino thing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Cabin Fever. I thought, like... Um, some of it, it, it did try to be an homage to Evil Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, definitely Deliverance in my book. Uh, I thought it was kind of a mashup of those ideas that didn't take shape sometimes. It's, I mean, it's a good movie, and I, I'm not trying to argue with you or anything like that here, but uh, I guess I expected uh, more of like a. Uh, I don't. I don't think the zombie genre at the time was was really um, as played out as it is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is, the, you know, basically the, the when you get this virus, you end up throwing up uh blood all over the place right and uh and uh it's not like these people are going out uh, searching for brains or anything like that yeah (laughs) no yeah uh, but eli roth said in the interview too that like he looked up what the skin eating disease was and like the pictures of the people who actually had this disease were worse than the special effects (laughs) that he had in the film so was it was it supposed to be at like an ebola or something like he said he got the idea from he was out, he was like out of the country once and he had some sort of skin rash and he scratched his face really bad and looked at his fingernails and just saw skin. Really? And that's okay. where he got the idea from. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, it's just a flesh-eating virus. Interesting. <laughs> I I liked it. I, I I'm with you. I thought the entertainment value to it, it it was just a mashup of everything. I liked the way it paid the homages to all those great films. Absolutely. Like out of five, what would you give it? Out of five, solid three and a half. There that's, you go. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you got, Andy? Um, you want my movie or you want my uh my rating for Cabin Cabin Fever? <laughs> How about your rating and then <laughs> my your movie? rating for Cabin Fever? I'd get. I give Kevin Fever about two, um, and you know I'm. I, you, you'll know that I'm. That I'm pretty strict on that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't hand those my stars out very easily, but yeah. it just. Um, I think that I felt that uh, Hostel. Not not a huge fan of of, of Hostel, but I felt felt that it was just a little bit more of an important horror film than this one. Uh, it really broke some new ground, opened up very uh, graphic, serious brutality into mainstream horror uh, that I'd really only seen in indie stuff prior to that. Right, and I and I wasn't. I thought that uh, Cabin Fever kind of tilted more towards just being gross uh, right. than groundbreak. And you don't have to agree with me. I'm oh no, 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 that's totally fine. <laughs> just that was um, my opinion. On oh, it, absolutely, so. and you're definitely mm-hmm. entitled to your opinion. Uh, a couple more fun facts I learned about Cabin Fever as I was doing some research. It was actually only made for like one and a half million dollars. Wow. So super small budget wow that is that's a tiny budget wow and um eli roth got the attention from quentin tarantino uh, if you watch kill bill volume two there's a special thanks to eli roth and that's just because tarantino saw cabin fever and liked it no kidding yeah really? and <laughs> well, then wow. go ahead fast forward years later he's in movies with tarantino yeah absolutely. Like, brian and shut oh, right. that was and all that. that was a great yeah. it's cool because like the interview i saw you could tell was off the dvd mm-hmm. like special features because yeah. it was shot in 2002 <laughs> and sure. he's talking about like yeah i look up to tarantino and david lynch and all this stuff and then like you you look now and he's like he's worked with those people if not yeah. all of them like yeah, absolutely it's absolutely. pretty impressive well and he's He's really he's gone beyond just the horror genre too. He's, oh yeah, didn't he direct like a family movie just recently? Like uh, uh, was that the clock in the wall? Yeah, the clock in the wall. Yeah, it's really it's really PG, like isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so, but then he does a cannibal movie called the what was it? The Green Fever, or Green something. Something like that, like yeah. cannibals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he, and he also did the Death Wish movie, which I actually liked. A Death lot. Wish was fantastic. Yeah, I loved that Death Wish. Got a lot of like uh, you know criticism, but I I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed Dude. it. So, oh, Charles Bronson. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, and, and I get it. I get it. No, I'm a huge fan of the original as well. But I thought uh, Eli Roth did a pretty and uh, um, Bruce Willis did a pretty nice job in that movie myself. So, all right, you want to hear what I I don't have the Green very, Inferno. Uh, sorry. The oh, Green, Green Inferno. Inferno. Okay. That's okay. right. Actually, you do. Yeah, all right. I'll talk about my movie. All right. Um, so I watched Salem's a lot, and I wasn't. It's got you know the guy from Starsky and Hutch in it. Uh, remember that? I don't know how old you are, John, but I, uh, remember that that it, show. It was right at Dave, when I was a toddler. Yep, David Soul. Uh, without the Torino, he's not as awesome, but uh, um, you know, there's some pretty groovy '70s fashions in Salem's. I thought like a lot of uh, Stephen King kind of dragged on. It was a little boring and slow. Uh, but my wife had sold it to me as a vampire hunter movie, so I kept waiting for uh, for this David Soul to get out his, like his crossbow or a katana and start chopping up these vampires, and never happened. So put me in the mood for, a, and I'll give, I'll, I'll make like maybe a, a a longer review on Salem's Lot someday. But put me in the mood for a, a vampire hunter movie, and um, I've seen Blade like five hundred Blade like five hundred times. <laughs> 
Blade goes downhill for me after the first scene when Donald Logan gets set on fire. I pretty much can shut it off. Uh, <laughs> if you've seen it once, you can just shut it off. I think this the opening scene to Blade is fantastic. I love it. You know, uh, it, it's one of, one of my favorite scenes in all movies. But I wanted something in that vein. Van Helsing seemed dumb. I think that's a Vampire Hunter movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't really in the mood for anime, so uh, Vampire Hunter D wasn't really on the table. <laughs> I picked this action horror movie that apparently was based on another anime called Blood, colon, The Last Vampire. So okay. <laughs> this is a movie with a half-human, half-vampire who's tasked with being a vampire hunter and protecting humans from their blood-sucking counterparts. Sound familiar? <laughs> it's uh, this time. This time, it's uh, the half human, half vampire is uh, a woman named Seiya, who is a 400 year old uh, Japanese woman who looks like she's maybe 18. I guess because of vampire vampirism, you know. Sure. And for some inexplicable reason, the movie's set in the 70s. Uh, although everyone kind of acts like it's the 21st century, and you only really get the idea that it's the 70s when you see a car. They mention the Vietnam War, so I guess. Japanese fashions in the 70s must not have been all that groovy because they look pretty innocuous to me when compared to something like the wardrobe of Salem's Lot. Uh, Vampires have infiltrated an Air Force base in Japan, which has a pretty cool view of Mount Fuji up to Seiya to save us from them. Uh, Her father was killed by the leader uh, of this vampire cult uh, named Onigen or something. And by taking on this mission, she has a chance to kill him. Um, And... I guess, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's based on anime. Uh, I don't watch a ton of anime. I'm not adverse to it either. I just watched this Ultraman series on, on Netflix, which I thought was pretty awesome. Uh, but when I was watching this movie, I, I did watch the uh, anime Death Note, and there's a uh, live-action version of that film, too, and it's just terrible. Yeah, and I got yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pass by it a lot of times. I'm just like, yeah. Okay, it, 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 the anime's great. It's like so a third. Yep, yeah, it's great, great anime. But I got the idea that I was watching like an inferior version of what the anime was when I was watching yeah, this movie. They didn't get the character right at all. Yeah, what in Death Note? Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. No, there was. Like Yagami was not at all. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Correctly. No, no, he was not. Uh, that's 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 a we should have a bring in and we'll talk about that one someday. But uh, <laughs> we need an anime podcast. So, for that one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that we could we could stretch that into horror i think <laughs> that note's a little bit horror-ish yeah. um so this movie came out in 2009 there's a lot of cgi that hasn't aged very well uh it must not have had the algorithms they have now back then or something uh i remember some movies around this era i, I think 300 had just come out so they tried to like do a lot of what 300 did and then just splice actors into this cgi background and stuff and for three it worked in 300 i thought sure. 300 was a fantastic film uh but then, you know, Zack Snyder had this movie called Sucker Punch, and I think it, like, really, it actually would have been a better movie, a, a good, a, like, watchable movie if it wasn't all CGI. This is kind of the same thing going on here. There's tons of CGI blood, uh, and there's, like, all the effects are done in CGI, sometimes not very well. And I felt like I was watching someone play a PS2 game when I, I know that there's a <laughs> PS4 remaster that's kind of like it, but better. You know? oh, <laughs> and I think... Right around this time was was when they figured out maybe you shouldn't do CGI for yeah. it. You know, they started doing more practical effects. Martial arts are not very good for an action uh, movie like this. Uh, they should be better. Uh, uh-huh. It really should be awesome, but it's not. Main character, uh, Seiya, uh, is played by Korean actress Jun Ji Hyun. Uh, she's clearly a pretty good martial artist, but then they put her up against a bunch of people that I was, you know, I have some martial arts training, so I was actually wincing, uh, waiting for them to slice <laughs> their hand off with their katana. 
Uh, they, I, I think they maybe gotten like a week's worth of lessons, and then uh, <laughs> they just dropped him in front of the camera and told him to swing this sword around. Um, some of the action scenes are pretty cool, and there's a, a, a little of the gore that doesn't get lost in the PlayStation 3 graphics. Overall, it just doesn't do the things it needs to do to be a good movie, though. Um, what did you see it on? The uh, It was on Amazon, I'm okay. pretty sure. Uh, the acting reminded me of these Americans who act in like Chinese Kung Fu movies, uh, and they aren't acting very well because they know they're going to get overdubbed by Cantonese, uh, uh, you know, overdubbed in Cantonese, but exactly, you know, but except they didn't get overdubbed. So it's just their bad acting. Um, it's, uh, it's, it it seemed to me like a not so good Netflix original before Netflix originals were even a thing. (laughs) So I give it maybe one and a half stars. Nice. So. I actually, uh, I, I saw a really good movie. It was dark and depressing, though. Okay. Current movie, 2018, Hereditary. Okay. Hereditary. Oh, All right. man. <sighs> I haven't yeah. seen this one. Tony Collette's in it. Um, it's about a family. Movie starts out, the uh, the grandmother passed away. Uh, Tony Collette's kind of, well, at, she's got mental issues, bipolar. She's got so many things going on and there's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. Um, it's not giving anything away that, that the youngest daughter dies because of the brother and then start paranormal things start happening. And it goes from being paranormal to dark and sad. And it's like, I don't think I've ever seen a horror movie that that had that range of emotion. There was nothing funny in it. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't. Okay. I I didn't find myself laughing at all. No levity at all. No. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it was, sometimes that's hard to watch when you. It, get, it was good though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the story was so rock solid. Yeah. I mean, so it went from paranormal and and this mother having. Uh, um, mental issues, and she's dealt with her whole life. I mean, there there are things that she'll say throughout the movie that kind of lead you towards something good's not going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends up with kind of a witch story. Yeah. It's unsettling. Uh, okay. It really is. I, and, <laughs> would you agree, Kessler? Oh, that, yeah. Like it's got the, very much like Rosemary's Baby vibes at the end yes, of it, too. Yes, absolutely. Like, okay. Very much so. And it's like, oh, my God, just yeah, unsettling. It, <laughs> and if you can remember back to Rosemary's Baby, I mean, there was nothing in that movie that, that you went, Okay, well, there was a little relief here from right. from this sense of dread and this sense of of, of anguish that this family's going through Absolutely. because it gets worse, yeah, and worse. Um, and the ending certainly doesn't make it any better. No, no, <laughs> on Rosemary's Baby, I, I would I say it's a rock solid horror movie. I nice. mean, there there is there is some some gore to it, but it's really psychological. I gave it a solid three out of five. Wow, great! Just because it's newer, it's different. I mean, it takes kind of the paranormal with you know this wiccan culture or whatever's going on here and, and smarter you know, i mean the characters in it there's oof. gabriel Byrne, I mean, he's a really, really good actor so yeah yeah it looks like it has a good cast oh yeah 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 it was good great acting. uh gabriel Byrne plays the dad okay and you just see him because he's like the he's like the foundation he's the rock of the family okay and you just see him descended this madness because of his wife <laughs> i mean slowly but surely and yeah. he's just trying to hold everything together because the mother dies or the grandmother dies and then the daughter dies and he's just trying to keep it together and and oh, man, it's, it's a descent into Sounds madness great. film yeah Sounds that was great. probably one of 2018's best i think hmm. yeah i'm gonna have to check it out i have not seen that and get out Get Out was well. That's seventeen. So good. Is that seventeen? That was that seventeen. Yeah, that was seventeen. Late seventeen, early eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that that was yeah. It was a solid movie. Oh, I loved yeah, 
Get Get Out was a fantastic so movie. I mean, we we talked about it a little bit when we. Yeah, Jordan Peele is great. He's. Uh, have you? When is the uh, um, Twilight Zone? And when, when are we going to be able to see that? Is that out what already? Or is it CBS Access? It's CBS yeah, Access. I think there's okay. one you could watch online. Is there now. one already? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm real excited. Anything that that guy is putting out these days has just been fantastic. So. And before we get back to Kessler, um, mm-hmm. there's a streaming channel yeah. called Shutter. Right. We've been talking about it a little bit and uh, got to go through the movies. That library is huge. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. I subscribe to it and uh, it's got some pretty neat stuff. Uh, there's uh, what is the guy named Joe Bob Briggs he used to be on USA channel. He's got yeah. a show on there. Uh, Eli Roth actually has a, a show on it that he uh, talks about the history of horror. I haven't gotten to, I haven't been able to see it yet, but uh, there's, there's, there is a nice library of, of cool stuff. And rather than, you know, paying two ninety nine, three ninety nine every time to watch some of these classic movies on, uh, on uh, Amazon, you can you can see them on here for yeah. I think it's I think I paid three ninety nine a month for it. So. Yeah, it's all horrors and thrillers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, awesome. It's like three ninety nine. Then you pay for the whole year or four ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah. It's hmm. it's a uh, it's not a bad service. So I've uh, I've been. Hey, I'm gonna see it. my girlfriend because she's got a smart TV. I'm not that advanced in technology yet. So <laughs> I think uh, I'll think see if she's got uh, got that on her smart TV. But anyways, if you're a horror movie fan, I was just checking out the movies. Andy was telling me a little bit about it, but. It's, I mean, to me, that would be worth the buy because it's a really inexpensive if you love horror movies. Yep. So, uh, you have a second movie, Kessler. I have a second movie, and I figured since today's 426, it's Alien Day. We could talk about Alien. <laughs> it's one of my awesome. top horror movies. Um, basically, just about a team of scientists wake up from sleep, and uh, their computer systems tell them they have to basically. Uh, Check out this planet, LV-426. That's why it's Alien Day. Uh, no, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they go on the planet and find something and uh, unknowingly bring back a weapon that tries to hunt each and every one of them down mm-hmm. uh, throughout the film. Uh, it's really well done. Ridley Scott, I think, is an amazing uh, director. Uh, I love that. The first film is really great because like you only see the creature, like less than a minute of right. screen time. Right. So it's all of like you don't know what's coming, and it's just the the practical effects they use. And I think my favorite part, or like my favorite scene, like my favorite, it's the horror moment is when you see I forget what his name is, the taller dude uh, who dies in the chambers. Oh my god, I can't remember. <laughs> but he's like in that one chamber with the chains and the waters falling from above him, and he's like. You know, he lets the water hit him in the face, and it cuts to you just see the chains hanging from the ceiling. But if you look closely, you see the alien hanging upside down with the chains. Right. But it's so subtle that you almost don't see it. In fact, I didn't realize it was there until my second viewing of wow, Alien. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a I'm also a huge fan of like H.R. Giger's artwork. Oh, so yeah, the, I am too. The Actually, alien yep. in that movie, based off of H.R. Giger's uh, art, is just home run for me and the space Absolutely. jockey the whole theme of just mega corporations manipulating people who are uninformed it's just the whole wayland and wayland yutani megacorp thing just gets me a big yeah, fan of the alien franchise absolutely this is not just a great horror film it is one of the greatest films of all time oh, now, yeah. where i disagreed with you on on cabin fever I don't think anybody can disagree with you on this one. This, oh, yeah. this is just a fantastic film. The Library of Congress keeps this in one of those salt mines, so it doesn't get you know <laughs> they preserve it as a, a piece of uh, you know culture. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, 
uh, it, you just I, I think there's some other films that a lot of people like, like The Shining and Jaws, which I think you can you can have a differing opinion on that. I think Aliens Alien is not like that in its, in its sequel, Aliens too. Uh, not it's not it's Aliens. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Alien, aliens, aliens also <laughs> is, is 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 they're both just fantastic movies. The HR Geiger, I call him Geiger. I don't know it's Geiger. That the way you say it, I'm not sure. HR <laughs> Geiger design, uh, acting, story, everything goes together creates a perfect film in my in my opinion. Um, and uh, Alien Three, Alien Resurrection are a little bit inferior. <laughs> yeah, they go uh, I liked. Uh, I actually did enjoy them. I, I liked. Uh, yeah, I even liked Alien Resurrection. I liked that guy who uh, ricocheted the shots, even as silly as that was. But <laughs> isn't that a uh, didn't um who directed that? That was Joss Whedon who directed I, that. I one think too, he did. Right? I think you're right. Yeah. Resurrection. That's the only reason why I like Resurrection because <laughs> yep. you could tell Whedon's got his that's, like. You're taste right. In it. That's right. I forgot. I forgot about that. And the swimming scene in that that was yeah. fantastic. That was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, these two, the the first two films, and especially the first one, are really. Beyond just uh, masterpieces of horror, masterpieces of film, in, in my opinion. Uh, and John knows too that I'm not a huge fan of uh, of aliens in my horror movies, but the, you can't. This is just a great, great film. So <laughs> well, and again, it's one of these movies that go on anybody's top ten list, maybe even top yeah. five. You know, to Absolutely. me, I you brought up The Shining. To mm-hmm. me, The Shining was frightening when I was ten, eleven, right. twelve. You know, what was the other one you brought up? Jaws? Jaws, yeah. I think you know, these, yeah, I think uh, you can have a differing opinion on that, and, and it, maybe you don't think it's that great, but maybe Maybe I'm jaded with Jaws that I lived on the West Coast, and I lived by the Pacific Ocean, even <laughs> sure. though it was on the East Coast. Sure. <laughs> I know the probability of getting eaten by a shark, so, you know, the reality, even when I was younger, that movie never scared me. Right. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that looks like a mechanical shark, which right. it was. Right. But, yeah, Alien to me is, it, it's... Would I put it in my top ten? Maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I could I probably might. think of ten other Absolutely. ones, but it might—it would be eleven. Absolutely. I—I uh, th- I think it, it just—it stands out there as just a great, great film beyond just being, a, uh, you know, beyond being a great horror film. Would that be a rare Andy five? Uh, I don't know if I'd give it five, but uh, it'd be up there. I, I, w- I would I will say, say though, four like, and a half maybe. I think the best like test of time of a horror film is if you watch it 20 30 years later is it still hold up and alien does you're absolutely right like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel honed, hokey no. it doesn't feel like dated like no. you were saying with your cg that's yeah. going to be dated in five absolutely years. like i said it's like watching a ps2 video game exactly or you know? i can watch alien on blu-ray anytime yeah. on blu-ray makes it look like it was just shot right like sure. crystal clear sure. audio mm-hmm. visual mm-hmm. awesome I yeah. just yeah, it's and that's that's the problem with a lot of horror movies is they don't they don't stand the test of time. I mean, very they're few and far between where it's like totally classic. You'll and you know recently, I think the It movie holds up. You know, it oh, will yeah, hold I think up. So too. Oh yeah, um, yep. Aliens the same thing. Halloween. Yep. Yeah. Even the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little dated with the clothing and stuff, but when we were talking about you know the how how a movie is more than its story, but the story in this is great. You have a great antagonist you know you can't you 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 injure the yeah you yeah yeah, oh ripley absolutely uh sigourney weaver fantastic care i mean just the character herself is is great and you know there's so much you can say about it you know there's all these men around her who are contradicting her and stuff and she's going you know she's doing what she needs to do to survive you know uh and you know the 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 
alien itself, when you hurt it, it can kill you because you get your, get its blood on you and you're going to yeah. die, you know? Like the blood's and just it, cutting through metal. Like. And Exactly. And you think you're safe after the face thing gets off of you and instead, you know, you have that chest-busting chest scene. And that's so. another thing is that, that those actors were... Yeah. ...were... Genuinely scared. They had because, no idea that scene was going to happen. Because Ridley Scott, <laughs> didn't, Ridley Scott didn't tell him anything. Yeah, and John wow. Hurd was the only guy that knew about that. They just wow. told him that like he was going to get sick and start screaming or something. Yeah, yeah. but like I did not all know this. the emotion they have in that scene is their genuine emotion. Yeah, they're they're genuinely freaked out. Like, oh, what is going they, on here? One of them had to take like a couple hours to a day of like a break to like. Wow, I did not know that. From it. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, I like the, the other thing about Alien Two is like, or Alien, not Alien Two, yeah, <laughs> Aliens, <right>. yeah. <laughs> Alien as well, yeah, Alien as well. <laughs> um, is that like I love how the technology looks? Yeah. Like it all looks mm-hmm. like it's feasible. Like right. all the ships are chunky looking and mm-hmm. like just massive. The Nostromo is the size of Kentucky. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, and it like all of like the. Just like the old screens and like mother chirping to life in the morning is just so so cool. Love the technology, it it, everything. It, yeah, absolutely. Cool. You great, got another one? Movie. Um, I, I I mean I could talk about um uh, uh the one I just talked about um Salem's Lot, but uh, not really. I, I think uh, <laughs> so. What, what was that first one you you did? The blood blood colon the last vampire. <laughs> <laughs> colon <laughs> that's so, and that's where it belongs yeah exactly <laughs> it's a good place for it i guess you're right yeah i but, uh, i'm not gonna give a breakdown of yeah. this piece of turd that i saw the texas chainsaw <laughs> massacre remake of oh, 2003 yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. okay arlie ermy was in it i like him but so was jessica beale <laughs> yeah jessica beale yeah actually i think jessica. the only cool part was when they did the whole like well and it's right in the beginning where the girl gets her head shot off and they do that camera thing through yeah, her yeah that was a uh, that was a pretty brutal scene. And then, and then it just kind of goes down. I remember that, too. <laughs> That's the only thing that stuck out in my mind. I, was I that. thought it was kind of cool, the found footage of the police uh, at the I beginning. That. I, I saw this one time. You can't compete with the original, I, though. You absolutely cannot. Because it's that, just so and that, and I think unsettling that's, in its own way. Exactly. And I think they tried to put elements of the first one into this and then introduce a bunch of gore into it, and it just didn't work. Like, you know? I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that... that and we've talked about it before, is that if you're going to do a remake of something, yeah. put a different spin on it. Like, and you, it you talked yeah. about Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. you right. know, and it was different. Yeah. And, you know, it's an entertaining movie. Not that you would say, hey, go see it in the theater, but definitely when it comes out on Blu-ray, right. take a look at it. But this didn't do anything to the story. No. Mm. I mean, R. Lee Emery was the only saving grace of this movie, because that uh, yeah. guy, I, I can watch him oh, any day of the week. Absolutely. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah. He is just a creepy dude. <laughs> He always plays the antagonist, and I love yep. it. Yep. God um, rest his soul. Right, by the way. Right. I'm a huge fan of Andrew Bernarski too, who played Leatherface in this. Uh, was, uh, <laughs> but uh, he was in a movie <laughs> called The Program, and uh, he, I don't know, he, he was trying to shop around a Lobo movie. It was one of my favorite characters <laughs> of DC Universe uh, for a while in Hollywood. He's a kind of a body, yeah, absolutely. He's kind of a bodybuilder. Uh, he was in. Batman Returns, I think. Uh, oh, did he play uh, like the original Bane or something? Like yeah, that? I think he might have done something like that. Yes, yes, he did play the original Bane. You're right, and like, oh wow, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Batman and Robin or something was. Bad yeah, Bane. he was <laughs> not the Bane that yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, they're, they're just, they were. I I I don't know what they were trying to do here. They, they did try to make it a little different. 
Uh, it wasn't like shot for shot remake like we're talking about with no. uh, with Cabin Fever, but which is the worst remake you can ab- yeah, possibly make. But yeah, the other really bad one was that Psycho one. <laughs> yeah, though, no, it's, that is the all time worst remake. I mean, a shot for shot remake that just why do it? What's the point? Like, you know? I think the magic behind the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was just the way it was shot. Just like right. that hallway scene where you, you don't see anything except him. Coming around the hallway and grabbing her and then going away right. is terrifying. Absolutely it like, is. Like, you don't know he's there. Just, oh, there he is. <laughs> like, not even music or nothing. Just there he is. And then, yes. boom, Grab slam the, the door. Door slams. Door. Absolutely. The metal door Or when he slams. grabs her from the porch and, like, just, like from <laughs> yeah. the waist and she's flailing and then just comes. Oh, yes. I, lo- I love Leatherface in, in that scene because he's like, where are all these people coming from? What, <laughs> what is going on here? He's like, another one. I have Dinner. All this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all this work I have to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just love. But, yeah, it just it did not have the anything. like, And I don't think... Um, I don't think any, like we talked about the Evil Dead sequel, pretty much in my, like what I think about everything from the Evil Dead uh, series, it's been great, you know, uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, uh, Army of Darkness, and the if you've seen the Ash vs. Evil Dead series, it's awesome, you know, and I feel like everything after the first one just wasn't very good, you know, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with, uh, I don't know if you ever saw that with, uh, Dennis it, Hopper in it. It was underground because I, I I saw it. it, it yeah. Underground yeah, they went into like under, <laughs> it, it was, was. I call it uh, National Lampoon's Texas Chainsaw Massacre it was, because it's it just was, a joke. Oh man, you know? so silly. <laughs> it really I think was. The it thing went, I liked about it was the girl was actually a radio DJ, so that's the only thing I appreciated <laughs> about it. <laughs> and then uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three was that uh, that was the they had some kind of like. Um, SUV that they chase people down with. That's all I really remember about yeah, that one. And then there was the uh, Renee Zellweger and uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. The next generation. I did yeah. see, and that was yeah. that sucked. Yeah, I mean, it that was, was really so bad. bad. <laughs> it was really bad. And then I think we had this one. I think this was after it. I might be wrong about yeah, that, but so. uh, there might have been another one in there oh, that no. wasn't worth watching either. Yeah, but there was like a Leatherface 3D or something. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, yeah, was yeah, there was one leatherface. called Leatherface. Yeah, there was one called Leatherface. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's that's one I'm leaving out. So. Yeah. See, they got to stop doing that with movies i mean right. it's like you can only do so much like to like you brought up um child's play i was yeah. gonna bring that yeah. up today too because yeah. i'm actually kind of excited to see that i am too yeah. it's actually one that i'm interested to see and you're saying about like take a remake and do something different with it they're clearly doing something different with it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely and, and they're, they're modernizing it which is great i, I really like I the think... concept of him being an inter- uh, internet of things a device you yeah know? like I, some I, sort I of it's Alexa gonna be cool yeah exactly it's cool but like the fact there's a lot of good uh, good names in it, like Aubrey, Pla- Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, yeah. Uh, Frickin' uh-huh. um, Mark Hamill's doing mm-hmm. the voice of Chucky, yep. which, yep. already on board. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, absolutely. Uh-huh. Oh, we got a Star Wars fan in here. Oh, is that right? Okay. Oh, well, hey, well, Mark Hamill is also great for his voice acting, too. For he is. He's, he's a great, great voice right? actor. He's done right. voices in video games, too, yep. all over. Yeah, he's just yeah. a great all-around actor. <laughs> right. right. No, he really is. All right. Well, we've gone at uh, forty minutes now. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that's a little over our time. So this is this is fun. <laughs> episode, uh, don't though. forget to tune in next week, episode number ten. We are going to talk about the directors that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Defined, defined horror. Defined. Redefined yeah. horror. Right. Redefined horror. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, I think it will uh, be. Make comments of what you thought of these movies. Uh, if you've seen a movie. Let us know. Comment below. Thank you for listening to the Horrorphoria podcast. We'll talk to you next week.